Welcome to episode 80 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, It Seemed Like a Good Idea at the Time. Today I'll be looking at season 3, episode 14 of the Andy Griffith Show, One Punch Opie, and I'll be looking at scripture from Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. As the episode starts, we see Opie finishing up one of his chores at the courthouse, and he begs Andy to put off another one so that he can go fishing with his friends. Andy agrees, as long as Opie finishes up when he gets through fishing. After Opie leaves, Barney gives Andy his take on Andy letting Opie leave without finishing his work. The scene turns comedic as we see Andy and Barney discussing Barney's son that he doesn't have and how Barney would treat him, well, if he had a son. The scene changes over to Opie's friends and we're introduced to a new boy who's come to town, Steve Quincy. He tells the boy that fishing isn't any fun and he convinces them to go and steal some apples. When Opie shows up, Steve starts making fun of Opie, and the other boys all follow him instead of Opie. Back at the courthouse, we see Andy on the phone, and Barney and Aunt B appear to be cleaning up some. As Andy gets off the phone, he tells Barney that there's a new family in town, but he doesn't know much about them. But whatever they need to know, they can find out from Aunt B. When Aunt B comes back into the room, Andy starts making up some things that he's heard about the new family, and Aunt B takes all that she can before she starts correcting Andy, and she tells him, him and Barney all that she knows. After Aunt B leaves, Opie returns early from what was supposed to be his fishing trip, and he talks to Andy about this new boy, Steve Quincy. Barney gives Opie some pointers on how he might be able to defend himself in case there is a fight, and it doesn't come out well for Barney, even though he was braced. Andy gives Opie some advice on how to try and find something good about the new boy. When Opie returns to meet Steve and Opie's friends, Steve starts picking on Opie some more. While they're standing around, Steve throws an apple and he busts out a streetlight. After he busts it, Andy comes by and he finds the broken streetlight and Opie with a handful of apples. Opie explains what happened and he's made to bring all his friends down to the courthouse. All the boys, well, except for Steve Quincy, they show up at the courthouse, and Andy gives them a good talking to. Before they leave, Barney decides to add to the conversation, which doesn't go quite the way that Barney expects. Barney goes on to explain that if you don't straighten up, that they're all going to be inoculated, where they'll not even be able to have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. The next day, we see Andy and Opie getting ready to go fishing with his friends when Mr. Foley comes in, reporting how some boys had come by, marked up his store, stole some tomatoes, and then they threw some at him. Andy then tells Barney that he's going to have a talk to the boys' dads, and that'll end up probably end up happening with the boys getting whipped. As Andy leaves, Opie leaves also to go and confront Quincy. When he does, Opie gets ready for a fight as Quincy starts giving Opie ultimatums. As Opie keeps pushing forward with everything he's challenged with, Steve Quincy finally leaves, and the boys finally start following Opie again, and they all get ready to go fishing. In the epilogue, Opie explains to Andy how he stood up to Steve Quincy and he didn't even have to fight him. Barney thinks it was all good, but he wants to take credit for the speech he gave also. As Opie's friends come by to pick him up to go fishing, Barney finishes cleaning up one of the jail cells and we see Leon come in eating his peanut butter and jelly sandwich. When Barney asks Leon to close the door, Leon does just as he's asked and he closes the jail cell door that Barney's in, causing him to be inoculated. The scripture I want to look at today comes from Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. There is a way that seems right to a man, but then the end is the way to death. Remember, I've told you in the past that the book of Proverbs is not just one big long proverb or 31 proverbs, as we think, you know, per the number of chapters. 
It's believed that Solomon wrote over 3,000 Proverbs, of which 800 are included in the scripture in the book of Proverbs. The proverb, or saying, here is a simple one that gives a pretty stern outcome of death for what is called a way that seems right to man. So, exactly what is Solomon trying to say? I believe Solomon is contrasting man's way to God's way, and he's given a stern warning that following man's way will lead to death. I think we've all heard the saying, there is pleasure in sin, but for a season. In Hebrews chapter 11, we see that Moses, he chose to suffer with the children of Israel over staying in the palace of Pharaoh. Moses knew of the joys and the riches that came with staying in Pharaoh's palace, but he also recognized that many of the things that went on there were against God's will. Moses knew that he would find pleasure there, but it would only be for a short time and there would be dire consequences. I know the story of Moses is told in the book of Exodus, but I'm just going over the part in Hebrews chapter 11, in the faith chapter, talking about Moses. So Opie's friends, unfortunately, they started following Quincy because he seemed pretty cool being the new kid in town. The boys, they used to go and fishing and having fun, but Quincy come along and he showed them what they thought was a new kind of fun. The joy they found stealing the tomatoes and being a bit rebellious, they started off, you know, I guess, to be fun to begin with, but... Later on, we see that when there was a broken street lamp, I think the the pleasure of all this fun, this newfound fun, wore off pretty quick. But it seems like, I guess it didn't wear off as quick as we think because they were back at it, stealing tomatoes and throwing them. While we don't see any interaction with the parents, we do see how Andy makes a point to say that he's going to have a talk with each boy's father. I'm pretty positive that these fathers dealt with their sons pretty strict, and the pleasure of their little tomato thievery, it wore off even quicker. A few years ago, there was a saying that became pretty popular among Christians. What would Jesus do? While it faded out of pop culture after a short run, everyone was asking themselves that very question in many situations. Feeling angry? Ask yourself, what would Jesus do? Feeling hurt by someone? Ask yourself, what would Jesus do in that situation? about any troubling situation that arose could be tested by asking, what would Jesus have done? How many times do we think about this now? Are our ways or our thoughts the ways or the thoughts that Jesus would have? Or are they the thoughts that we would have or that we would want of our own? When Solomon wrote that what seems right to a man leads to death, I think about how the book of Judges says that the people done what was right in their own eyes, meaning they did what they felt was right. They did what seemed like a good idea at the time. When Opie's friends hung around with Steve Quincy, it might have seemed like a good idea to begin with, but it kept getting them into trouble. I'm sure if we were to tell stories of some of the things we've done like that, looking back on it, it was a terrible idea. But at the time, well, you know, we didn't put much thought into it. I know it's hard to do. Well, at least for me it is. But when we have to make important decisions in our lives, let's ask if it's really a good idea. Or, you know, let's think. Will we be saying later, it seemed like a good idea at the time? I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Maybury Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll look at Season 3, Episode 15, Barney and the Governor. And until then, thanks for listening.